With dual chops in comedy and advertising, Hirsch Ripon has enjoyed an eclectic career spanning two decades as a message therapist and as a stand-up comedian, playing gigs across the country. Empathy and accessibility are the hallmarks of his work. He hosts the popular Truth Tastes Funny podcast, ranked in the top 5% of podcasts globally, according to Listen Notes. Seeking survival tips for a chaotic world, Anne is following it up with Yes Brand. Tackling brand building challenges with business owners, CEOs, and CMOs. As a brand storyteller, Hirsch operates on one simple principle, sell the truth. He helped Bearpaw Footwear distinguish itself from its competition to become a market leader. He used social media and SEO to engage viewers. During Scott's middle seat to the one million grand prize in the Doritos Crash the Super Bowl contest. He has led creative and PR for international brands like CCILU and Mephisto, crafting their message for the U.S. market and presenting to global partners. Hirsch's clients include changemakers, market leaders, agencies, institutions, production companies, and Oscar-winning filmmakers. Please welcome Hirsch. All right, Hirsch, it's so fabulous to have you here. And I got to tell you, I really enjoyed being on your podcast, The Truth Tastes Funny. And to be able to laugh at ourselves, that's, you know, that's how you get through life, through business. And then, not only that, now you're talking about the Yes brand. And that, right. that's exciting to me because, you know, being in business, being a CEO of a few companies and the challenges of content and the brand. And that's really been my struggle. And I'll tell you, I did 10 years of marketing classes and came out with nothing. I, it's just not, not in there, right? Well, so, <laughs> yeah, it well, went that right was, out. <laughs> that was your first mistake, right? Taking taking all those marketing classes. What do they know? I did take marketing classes. By the way, it's great to be here, Chris, with you. Thank it's you. wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me on. And I loved having you on. And, um, you know, but I think we're both people who have figured out a lot of things on our own through experience, you know. I mean, we make mistakes and then we learn from it. And I, I've always tried, you know, I, I tried playing it safe with creative ideas at one point, but it just, the reward is never there. You know, right. you play it safe and you end up missing the mark. You know, that's what I think. Right. It's almost like being on the, on the edge all the time. If I, you know, if, you know, if I put myself out there, like in faith, I'm just jumping off a cliff. I make better connections than, like you say, being safe and yeah. don't say this and don't say that. But the art is, how do I cap encapsulate? Like it took me 10 years to figure out, you know, my elevator pitch of right. my 30 years in practice. How do you wrap that? How do you get that? Yeah, I think that, first of all, as much as I make fun of going to 10 years of marketing classes, what I do think is valuable is repetition. Like, you know, I will, the first thing I'll do with clients who, who come to me and they want help with messaging 
And I say to them, you know, I say like I'm more than a copywriter or a business writer or creative because I'm not just taking a brief from them. I'm really sitting down with with them and talking through their identity and who they are. And I think as they talk to me, their identity will start to come into focus. And sometimes they'll go, wait a minute, I didn't even know. I didn't even think I just thought of that, you know. Like you'll just think of things as you're talking to people that can be really pivotal, but the more conversations you have, the better you get at it. So I don't think anybody's great at their elevator pitch right, right out of the gate. Right. And it's so amazing how one word can pivot the whole thing, change the whole frequency. And I mean, you've done some major, huge brands and you've, you know, you're the man and you've got that kind of experience, (laughs) right? So the focus, you know, when you're having the conversation and you meet someone and you only have so much time to tell them about what you're about, that first line that you say, a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, I think the first thing that you should say is the most relatable thing. Like, in other words, let's say that you're an astronaut. And the first thing you tell people is, you know, I, when I'm in zero, you know, I'm, I kind of go into zero gravity and then the, then I, then I get a little nauseous and then the thing goes and then the first flicker twigs goes off and then I have to turn on my fire bluster. And it's like, you'll, people don't get any of that. If you say, Hey, I, I, you look up there, you see all those stars. I go up there. Yeah. That's it. Right. You know, then they say how. How do you do that? So for me, I would say, oh, you know, I, you know, I've worked with, you know, brands like Bear Paw Boots and, you know, like whoever I've worked with, Reese, I work with, you know, uh, uh, Nike or I work with Adidas or I work with this brand or that brand. And uh, I worked with, uh, you know, uh, Templeton Rye or, you know, you pick a category, something that wherever you are, they will know. So if you're if you're meeting somebody in a shoe store, you're going to talk about the shoe brands you work with. You're meeting, you know, something that's relatable. Right. And that's the art of being able to find what's relatable because, you know, my mind would think, oh, that's what it is. But it never was. It never really would connect. Right. And your your focus right now, you know, you have season one, right? Right. And, and it's called Selling the Truth. Is that correct? The theme for the first uh, season of Yes Brand is Selling the Truth. Yeah. Okay. And it's, yeah, and that starts with that because I think that a lot of people think that the story they're telling isn't necessarily the truth. It's not a lie, but it's what somebody wants to hear or what mm-hmm. people want to hear the truth. They only care about the truth. And it's and like Twain said, it's easier to remember. Right. Yeah. And and it's really the best place to start. And I want people to get really comfortable with who they are and what they stand for, whatever it is, like their identity. They have to really that's why I call it like message therapy, because I'm helping them work through issues they may have that don't always have to do with it's not the right word it's not the right <laughs> yeah exactly know. exactly it's not the right idea sometimes sometimes the idea of who they think they are isn't isn't really true so to that extent it is like therapy it's like let's just talk about it, it tell really, me about it what do you yeah. think about this what do you think about that you know 
Yeah, so you get behind the the veil because everybody's got this veil of who they think they are, but right. that's not connecting with other people like it should. That's the art of the good copy genius, right? Well, you know, and they and the and the thing is that by using comedy, we're disarming uh, one another. Really, it's like both people relax. So yeah. comedy is great in advertising if it comes from the right place, if the intention's there, if it all makes sense. But it also is just a great icebreaker. It just makes people relax and they just take it easy and they laugh at themselves and I laugh at myself. And then we're then we get on some kind of roll usually. That's what I like. And, you know, I find, you know, personally or in the business to be able to laugh at myself yeah. instead of get angry. That changes the whole thing. But when you weave that into the lightheartedness of the seriousness, right, right. you can really connect. And, you know, owning and having a business, and it really is all about relationships. So, you know, we have such a short time to connect with people. That has to really yeah. be there. Yeah, that ha- you know that's similar between you and I because you have money nine one one. You have this, you know, it's like a crisis center for, for, for retirement, right? Something yeah. like that. See, that's not a bad like tagline or whatever. <laughs> no, but it's a but you've you've done really well with your with your branding, I think. Thank but you. what you have is this trust factor that is the number one. It's the number one reason why someone would buy. That's it. Cereal or why they would buy a car or why That's they would it. invest in a in a in a right. in a uh, commodity or in you know. That's yeah. why we've talked about how I'm not a stock market person. I never have been. And it's like any money I've put in the stock market, I've I did because I was working with I was working with a company that went public and and we were doing all this great stuff. And they they and so I naturally took advantage of and bought some bought some stock. But then when things, you know, uh, didn't didn't happen and they and management and all kinds of other, they they came out of the gate too fast. That's what it really was. They did a great job of raising money and raising right. interest, but they didn't do as good a job of refining their product. So, right, right. you know, when when everything came out and then they, they had to go back to the drawing board on some things, they just dropped real fast. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not this gambling thing isn't for me. <laughs> no. And no. And nobody knows about the safe places to have right. the money because right. we're not taught. You go to school to learn how to make money, get out of school. What do you do? Go make money and give it to somebody else to gamble. Right. <laughs> right. It's a roulette. Well, will it be up or down when you retire? And the poor folks right now, right? Yeah. So to empower people, that's really what you and I are doing is empowering people around that. And it is like a therapy. That is the yeah. greatest message therapy that's hot because Thank it you. is, it is. And it's, a, and, you know, trademark that because it's really what it is. And I find the same thing when I'm, you know, coaching healthy money clients. There's so much mindset and things that, you know, people put in front of themselves that block them from making that next step, right? Yeah. Well, I'm putting together a, a it's in the early stages. I have to trademark all this stuff. I got a trademark yes brand. I got I got a I have a temporary trademark on it. I have, yeah, yeah. I have to trade I don't know what's involved actually. See that's it's simple. That, I'll tell okay. you. I'll, I'll tell you offline, but it's not tell me offline because I have to trademark yes brand. I have to trademark message therapy. Right. And then I'm I'm putting together a retreat with different kinds of 
what I would call complete, total, let's let, I haven't named it yet, but let's just say it's a, a total sanity summit or something like that. <laughs> it's sanity summit. I'm going to write that down. Right. There you they go. Have, I did use it here first. I should tweet it out also. And Okay. But, All right. Okay. I'm in it. So the sanity summit is that you want to kind of put each part of your life in order. So right. we, you, we would need a financial advisor, right? So you could you mm-hmm. can play that role. I have someone yep. who's a spirituality coach. I have mm-hmm. another person who's, you know, a, an operations authority right. and all these, all these people. So you get a, you get CEOs that, that have, you know, and they, they come in for the weekend and they do all the different things. And I don't know that no one's ever done anything like that before, but I always look at it this way. My ideas aren't about here's an original idea no one ever thought of and go do it. It's that they can't do it unless it's the right people. If right. they do it, if they go try to replicate it, you know, then, uh, you know, then they end up, CEOs end up spending the weekend with, uh, you know, four schmucks. It doesn't really help. <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't help. Right. It's not as much fun, right? So, exactly. so, so it's about the energy. It's about the fun, the sense of humor, you know, putting people at ease and, and then, rent. so it's all a vibe. Right. And even, even I have friends who do all these other things as well, but they just might not be the right people for this, for the sanity summit. You know, they don't put out the right vibe. So, right. It's like playing a song, right? And I mean, you could have, you know, tons of financial planners, but, you know, that you have, you know, or this or that, but it has to be the right instrument for that to go. Because when you have a live event, which is where I've been, you know, a lot of masterminds, and that's where it's really gone to the next level when they're the right kind of a mastermind, not just sell, 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 but give and help each other, you bond and and then you're away from your normal setup where you can really download lots of new ideas. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can do it virtually too. It doesn't, but the point is getting the right it, mix. It's hard. It, 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 I'm so glad that people are back I know. and spending time together. I yes. was just at one mastermind and, you know, and I, I can't imagine accomplishing the same thing virtually. No, it's not. You know? It's not the same. I mean, everybody did the best they could yeah, when, when we yeah. were under underground. But Right, exactly. And, you know, that's how I've made my best connections was speaking live. It yeah. isn't like it used to. There isn't as many as there used to be, but it doesn't matter. It is the point of it is making the right song. And it takes a team to get all of that together, right? Right. Because, I mean, it's just too much if you want a next level. Now, a lot of people are already at a next level, but they're stuck. They get to a a ceiling and maybe they've got a new product or a new thing they want to do, but they're so stuck. How do you get them out of that? How do you get them out of that into the new room? So I have a a term for that, too. That's another one that I have to uh, trademark called plateau fever. Which is where I think people reach a certain level. Right. They're on this plateau and they <laughs> can't break fever. the fever, right? Because they, they're going nuts. They're going right. nuts. And they can't and that circles back to this very, very simple concept, which is that they have to not think about the competition for five minutes. Don't think about that next company up or the market leader. You know, go back to why you started your business. Why did you start your business? What do you love most about your business? What is it about you 
that is infused into your brand. Let's say you make shoelaces or you make bottle cop, bottle, bottle tops. I don't care. You know, but what is it about the way your business works that is, you know, and sometimes I will go and talk to the managers, the, the people who work at the, at the company and sit down and have, you know, I'll go in for, I can go and work only with a CEO or a founder or a business owner, or I can work with the whole C-suite, or I can work with all these managers in a bigger company, or even let's say there's 30 people in the company. I can come for a few days and spend time with them and talk to them and get the personality of the company because the personality of the company is not the same in any two companies, but the products may be, you know, okay. I, you know, I, I, I did learn, I did go to school at school visual arts to study advertising. And it was, it was cool because I understood about the, the USP, the unique selling proposition. I understood about how commercials are made. And then I worked in the advertising business for many years. But by doing those things, you kind of learn what you need to do to break the rules. You know, you know the rules, right? You've learned the rules and now you know what rules work for you and what which ones you should break. And one of the ones you should break if you're stuck is to constantly compare your product to their product. That's yeah. one department. That's one department. But your personality is a is another department. That's a big department there, right? You yeah. probably you probably have an illness for a name for each message therapy. I mean, you could go, <laughs> you know, you no. can go into no. that. Doctor Hirsch. <laughs> well, you got to be careful not to be too cute with that stuff. Okay. You could, you could be be too cute, and sometimes that's like being cute for the sake, just being clever because you can. It's yeah. like, it's not real. It doesn't really work. Then they don't believe it or they don't buy it. So we have to make sure that there's reality in everything we're, we're selling so that we're not just, because you could use a medical thing, like the yeah. therapy thing. I could do analogies all day for therapy, but it gets to be a little, it gets yeah. to be a little much, right? It's it's cute when it's, it's not, I mean, I, it's better than cute because it's yeah. unique. Right? You know, I don't want to have a picture of a stethoscope. Let me check this, the heartbeat of your business. You know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. Right. You know, right. but it might be good for someone else. Someone yeah. else might have that total personality. And I'd be like, you know, dude, you're like a doc. You really are like a doctor. You look like a doctor. You have sound like a doctor, you know, maybe we could do something fun with that, funny with that, but I right. wouldn't overdo it. Right. You know, I think having the the humor woven into the sales thing is beyond the norm, right? Yeah. And you got to dig really deep to sell the truth. Don't you think so? <laughs> Thank you for saying that because I was just, I was writing some copy today and I wanted to talk about digging deep, but I didn't want to sound trite or phony. But I do think that when people are talking about their brands, they do have to go deep. They have to go as deep right. as they as they can. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's just it's the road less traveled sometimes. That's what comedy is anyway. Comedy's just the road that we've been on with a little bit of perspective and a little kind of what the hell is going on. Right. Right. But it's no, it can't be right. Like that kind of thing. Crazy stuff that happens to us. And you're like, oh, my God, I cannot. Of course, of course, that's happening. Right. You know, the art that the art of what you do is to be able to bring that out of people, to take them past 
the fears and the, and afraid that they're, you know, be able to laugh at themselves or share. And when they get through that, I mean, you, that's what you're good at is be able to take them through that, right? Yeah, I try to take them through it. Yeah, depending on how open they are. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've heard that yourself. If you if you have a client who's not coachable in the sense that mm. they have very set ideas. Yeah. And they're like, look, I just want you to do this and that. I want this result. Right. But I want it like done like this. You know, how, what do right. you do? What do you do with, uh, have you ever come across clients that are a little bit closed-minded or, oh, yeah. or, you know? Yeah. My broker, don't you know, everybody's stuck in what they were, what they know. And yeah. instead of like, we started this conversation, like leap out a little bit, get on the edge, right? You know, be a little almost scary to jump into something new because that's right. the brand break, right? That busts it out into something that hasn't been really said that way. Right. What you could do that would be that would be funny if you were doing a a mock commercial for you is like you would say you would say now the first thing I want I want you to do if you're if you're a, a CEO and you're an investor and you're you're sitting at home and you're watching this first get your crystals out. Let's get your crystals out. You should have did you receive the package that I sent? You should have this one. Now there should be a little green crystal. And there should be a blue crystal, and then there should be a red kind of obelisk. Do you have all those pieces? Okay, good. Throw them away because that doesn't work. <laughs> now, here's some good advice. Now, here's some real there advice. You go. There you go. That's it right there. That's what makes you the yes brand. Right? <laughs> yeah. The yes brand That's guy. a good one. That's a good one. That is really good. All right. Well, it's yours. Well, it's, okay. it's my, my, my gift to you. Some people give my, my book isn't finished yet. I'm writing a book, but it's not okay. finished yet. But so that's my gift to you is here. Well, thank you. Is the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I received that for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Just a, you know, a little thing in, in marketing, you know, I'm in the software for this marketing that goes in LinkedIn and you know, it's really salesy. There's once, and I watch the reactions. Now I'm not a copywriter. I got to talk to you about this later offline or mm -hmm. something. But the way the copy is, is, you know, it's so salesy that it's just a turn off or some people really like that kind of. So there seems right. to be sort of a couple kind flavors of marketing for different, but it's the same group of people. Does that make sense? If the, well, the audience is the same. Yeah, the audience, audience is the same, but the messaging resonates only with a certain segment of that audience. Maybe because it's too salesy. If it's too, oh, okay. So the audience is some of them like it, like to be sold. Yeah, you know, like with a hard sell, and some don't. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's okay. Well, the answer is which one are you comfortable pitching with? Mm -hmm. You know, or using? Because I I went through that myself, where I was like, I was somebody said, oh, you could, you should be more aggressive, or you should use this tactic or that tactic, and I tried because I. As a person who's always serving the client, I'm always tr open to ideas. So this was someone dealt talking to me about my style and saying, why don't you try being more aggressive and doing a more of a hard sell? And, you know, that way people people don't hang up without right. a sale or right. whatever it is. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm like, if I do that, I'm just going to sacrifice everything I built over 20 years. You know, it's going to be like, all the trust that people yeah. have in me, they're going to be like, what's that about? Right. Now, what it means is I have to come up with other things that will help establish the awareness. 
Right. That's why I love the podcasting world, because you can you yeah. can really be yourself. You can go out there and give your message out and people will receive it. People will share it much better than I think social media, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Much you better. Know? Oh, yeah. I know. I know social media works. It works uh, in getting people to look at it. But it, right. it, there's no real proof that I've found as a marketer that, you know, selling on social media or selling your message even strictly on social media, strictly on social media is going to really change no. the world. It will affect it'll affect your image. Right. It'll affect your image left to right, but like, you know, of where you want to be. Right. But it won't it isn't people are going to find you sometimes, mm-hmm. but the sum total of who you are has to be delivered, I think, some more powerful way, more meaningful way, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Some total of who you are. Well, why don't you go ahead and share with everybody what what you're excited about, how they can get in contact with you, how they can listen to your podcast. Yes. Well, obviously, I'm very excited about the Yes Brand podcast. It has not launched yet. I don't know when this episode will launch, but maybe maybe we'll time it out so that it launches if that works. But it sure. but it'll launch December first. Okay. And I think at that time it'll be on, you know, Apple Podcasts and Google and uh Spotify and Stitcher and all that good stuff. And it'll be a really nice companion to the Truth Taste Funny podcast, which is now in its second season. And it's in its first season. It got into the top 5% of podcasts globally on uh, Listen Notes, you know, and I'm just really, really thrilled with the response and the, you know, the feedback I get from guests and the and the ratings I get from listeners. And, you know, I'm really, really happy with it because it, it didn't start out as anything more than a, a labor of love. And I just wanted people to have insights into how to survive and thrive in a chaotic world because as we've talked about the world is is crazy so i'm going to keep talking to great people Uh, (laughs) i had a really close friend of mine who's a very discriminating podcast listener yesterday tell me that i have amazing guests and he goes i I don't know where you find your guests but these guests are amazing and um and i've listened to every episode which means he heard your episode so you're an amazing guest so (laughs) he i feel like i just want to keep that going and keep putting out those common sense ways of dealing with craziness and then on the yes brand side help ceos and owners and founders also find their brand voice and see what their brand voice has to say and help them bring it out into the world. Positivity, positronics. That's what I'm excited about. There's plenty of discord and crazy stuff and madness in the world and fear. And I can't solve anything by ranting about it. So all I want to do is put good vibes out there. There you go. Amen to that. For sure. Well, you can't top that. I was going to say, well, what parting note would you say? But that's it right there. (laughs) And that's my parting note. That's my parting note. All right. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot. Go to Meet with Chris Miller. and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode which includes health, wealth, 
and peace of mind.